Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Welcome back into another episode of Shaddy Sanity. I am in the host chair this week. Uh, our dear Caleb Lynn is tirelessly working high school sports. It is playoff season for him. So he is off to focus on other endeavors this week. So I am back. And sooner rather than later, once again. And I am joined by one of my favorites, Zach Griffith. Welcome into Shaddy Sanity once again. It's an honor to be back. Always has always has a different feel than Lynn Sanity. Uh, more credibility to it. More credibility to it, for sure. <laughs> There is, there is absolutely credibility to that now that Caleb Lynn is not on here to hate, hate and tell us to bet on bad teams. Uh, he is not here to do that. So we're we're going to get right into it. You guys know the format. We're going to recap most of these games, and then we are going to go back to the roots because Zach is on with us tonight. We're going to come back to the get the sack segment, and we will withhold that till the very end. So let's get into it. Zach, I'm not going to cover every game. We had a lot of blowouts this week. Um, there's a few blowouts that we're not going to talk about, but there are a few that we are going to talk about. And there's a certain theme that goes with these blowouts. And you All might right. be able to pick up on them. I got four games uh, that we can kind of discuss as a whole, just, just quick hitters. Um, games are Steelers-Texans. Saints, Bucks, Bengals, Titans, and Browns, Ravens. And for those counting at home, Zach may have picked up on this or not. These all have these teams that lost badly. Um, all have quarterbacks that are hobbled uh, by injury or sustained an injury during the game. So Kenny Pickett sustained the knee injury during during their game. Derek Carr came in with a shoulder injury. Joe Burrow, we know all about the calf injury. And then Deshaun Watson. Uh, interestingly enough about that one, Zach, I, I guess I really didn't look too much into this, but he was medically cleared to play, Deshaun Watson was, and did not go out there for his team and basically led DTR to the slaughter. Um, to take some massive hits, he threw three interceptions after a very promising preseason. So, Zach, what do you do? Any of those games concern you about any of those teams? Any of the injuries concerning, or what did you take away from any of those games? Oh hell yeah, they concern me. And I'm going to start with the Bengals because they have my favorite non-Colts player, Joe Burrow. Your boy, you know, it's your boy. He is my boy, Joe Burrow. My fa- my favorite non-Colts player, Joe Burrow. Look, I I said it to you off the record last week, and I'm going to say it on the record this week. They should have put this guy on IR before the Rams game uh, a couple Monday nights ago. Uh, they had they had a pretty favorable schedule coming up for the next four weeks. Which with IR nowadays, if you put a guy on IR, they only have to be out for four weeks. Um, we know what the calf injury leads to, Bryce. We saw it with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you saw it in a different sport with Kevin Durant. It just it doesn't lead to good things if it's not healed properly. You don't want to fuck around with your franchise player, which Joe Burrow certainly is for the Bengals. They just gave him the payday. 
And they they absolutely, I mean, they, they looked awful against the Titans. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't run. Uh, they couldn't throw. Burrow is really good throwing the ball when he's running side to side. But he can't run side to side right now. He's, he's clearly not healthy. And somehow, some way, Bryce, the Bengals still can't block. They still can't block, even though they signed Orlando Brown. Uh, you know, they finally shore up this O-line after a couple of years of Joe just being on, on the run for his life. But, you know, the Titans look good. This is, they finally got the Henry game this year. We were waiting for the Henry game. Finally got it. Um, and then if you look at the Browns Ravens game, yeah, that was interesting. He decided to sit out and they threw DTR out there who definitely earned his spot in the preseason, but the Ravens defense put together their best performance of the year uh, without question. Lamar, you know, listen, I know this isn't back shoulder fade, but Lamar MVP odds not looking too bad right now, especially after two of his odds have dropped um, against the Bills the past week. But Ravens, Ravens looking really good at three and one. Uh, and then Saints, Bucks, Bryce, again, just an injured quarterback you shouldn't have played. Derek Carr, I think we were all surprised when they said he was going to play against Tampa, mm-hmm. uh, when it definitely seemed like he was going to be out. And you have a perfectly capable backup in Jameis. I think there's more than a handful of teams in the league who would take Jameis as their starter right now. So you you could have you could have gotten away with that. And you know, I like the revenge game, Bryce. You had Jameis against his former team. Don't know what could have happened. But, I mean, Derek Carr clearly hobbled if Chris Olave only has one catch, man. I mean, that's yeah, that's embarrassing. Uh, and then the other one you mentioned, I think it was Steelers-Texans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to throw in the towel on a Mike Tomlin team, but things are looking grim right now. We may have been dead wrong on the Steelers, Bryce. Yeah, we've been woefully bad on them. Woefully. <laughs> I, it's so bad, man. But here's what I will say about that game, though. Uh, CJ Stroud's the real freaking deal, man. Yeah, he totally is. He is the real deal. Well, we were told he can't read defenses, Bryce. A joke. Joke. That he's not a smart quarterback. And, and I understand. I, I like Ohio State. I am an Ohio State fan. But come on. I've, I've been telling you guys. CJ Stroud is legit and they tried to they try to put dirt on his name and he's done nothing but ball. Done nothing but ball for them. And so I'm I'm happy that he's getting his flowers now. He's getting the recognition that he deserves. And then the other game that that really intrigued me was the Saints Bucks games because your boy Bake your boy Bake, no, you and Caleb's no, boy Bake, no, is no, making you eat it at three and one. He threw three no. touchdowns against the Saints defense. That's not a trash defense. No, it's not. I didn't say it was. I didn't say it was a trash defense. Bake. This is no. This is just what he does. Bryce. Your boy Bake. That's what he does. And it, look, I don't think Baker sucks. I don't think Baker sucks. I've never said he sucks. All right, I've never said he sucks, but. He's just, you know what you're getting with him as a starter. And right now the Bucks are getting the highs of highs with Baker Mayfield. You know, slinging it all around the field. Luckily for them, they have some really nice weapons uh, with with Evans and Godwin. I think Evans got hurt actually in the game, I think. 
Uh, yes, he did have a hamstring injury midway through. And the Bucks have an awesome offensive line. Worfs I saw in PFF today. I think he was the highest graded offensive lineman in the league through four weeks this year, uh, which is no surprise if you pay attention to the trenches like we do. But Baker, you know, I'll, I'll give I'll give him props up to this point in the year. You have to, you have to, because nobody uh, they're winning the division. They're winning the division. They're better at this point in the year with Baker Mayfield than they were last year at this point in the year with Tom Brady. It's really with baffling less with less weapons. It's baffling when you think about it that way. But yeah, Bucks, oh, man, they're they're going to be a frisky, frisky team. Which frisky? It's part of the it's part of the Baker Mayfield package. You're a frisky team. Uh, Zach's still hating. Zach's still hating until he loses next week. I'm not and, hating. It's just a yeah, fact. hating, it, it, hating. When when Baker is your quarterback, hating. you are frisky. Unless you are the Panthers last year. Sorry, Devin Voss. When you just flat out suck. <laughs> this is true. This is true. All right. Moving on. Thursday night game, Zach. Lions Packers. We were excited for this game. Uh, we were interested to see, uh, you know, another Jordan Love test. And uh, didn't pass. Didn't pass. Lions get a 34 to 24 to 20 victory. So win by two touchdowns. Uh, David Montgomery continues to drive fantasy owners that don't own David Montgomery insane by poaching touchdowns. Jameer Gibbs from owners. Gibbs, Laporta, and Brown, or St. Brown. It's insane. But overall, Detroit, I mean, this is a big time victory. Big time victory. Uh, on the road in Green Bay, division game. They moved to three and one. Green Bay still, still find it two and two. But what'd you take away from this game, Zach? I took away that the Lions defense can step up when needed. You know, the Packers in the third quarter made a little bit of a charge. Uh, and then the I think the Vi- I think the Lions uh got a pick on Love in the third quarter. And then there were a couple of penalties, as we know. Quay Walker, not not the smartest player when it comes to the dumb penalties. No, no, no. History there. And, uh, yeah, a lot of history there. See week 18 last year against this same team. But <laughs> I also took away that the Lions offense is legitimate. They're oh, absolutely yeah. legitimate. They can score uh, with the best of them in the NFC. And I'm including the Eagles in that. I'm not going to, I'm not ready to put them on the San Francisco level because they don't have that type of mind running the offense. But they're, I think they're like a notch right under Philly in terms of putting up points. They can, they can kill you in multiple ways. I mean, they can bruise you on the ground with Montgomery. Gibbs, you, you touched on a little bit. They haven't unlocked him yet. I think that is to come still. And then they're getting Jameson Williams back this this week um, to go with Amon Ra and Laporta. Who's Stay on the field, Laporta. please. <laughs> Stay on the field. Uh, maybe don't listen to back shoulder fade, Jameson Williams, to tempt <laughs> yourself. But, you know, this uh, Laporta's turning out to be an up-and-coming tight end. Uh, could be a top-five tight end when it's all said and done at the end of the season. I think I don't think that's out of the realm. And Jared Goff, Bryce. Jared Goff is a top ten quarterback. I mean, there's I don't think there's any arguing it Ooh, now. Top ten. Top ten that quarterback. That pick was bad. That that opening pick was bad. 
the pick was awful and it had me feeling good about my Packers spread bet. And then I quickly felt like shit about it. Uh, not too long after that. I had the Packers, uh, I think plus one and a half that didn't work, but it did not the Packers. I'm still not out on the Packers. Like I, 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 I really like Jordan love. Their weapons are intriguing at least like they're not, they're not like, oh God, all chips in on these weapons, but you know, their running game is solid. Uh Dobbs, Watson, Reed. Uh another Musgrave. week where, where Dobbs hurt. shoves it to, to Caleb though. Sure, sure. sure. Another but, week. Shove it, Lynn. I the Packers, you know, they're well coached. I think they've proven that this year. Uh Matt LaFleur. But statement, statement win for the Lions. Uh, Lambo is now Lamble, Lamble oh. Field after Dan Campbell. Oh no! Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, with this game, uh, I mean, for Green Bay, Aaron Jones, you know, came back and still, you know, it looked like he was limited um, as far as snap counts goes, and they were playing from behind, so they really didn't commit to the run. Uh, I mean, 12 rushes total. I mean, Jordan Love, I think his two were probably some scrambles. Um, AJ Dillon sucks. I'm ready to give up on him. Zach, oh, I don't know about you. I'm, re- I'm, not I'm ready pulling to give the plug. I'm pointing. No, every, every time they keep trying to convince us every year that AJ Dillon's finally going to take over for Aaron Jones. And then Aaron Jones scores like two or three touchdowns in a couple games, and AJ Dillon does nothing. You are one of the biggest running back. Well, tell, tell me why he can't be doing what David Montgomery's doing. 32 carries, 120 20 yards. Look, I think by doing that, the Packers are underrating Aaron Jones, who I think when he's at his best is the top five back in the league. I think when he's he at his best is the top five back in the league. And definitely I think A.J. Dillon is the perfect complement to him. The problem is they use A.J. Dillon too much. They use him too much. And I know they didn't really have a choice this week with Jones on the snap count, but I think they're doing a disservice to Dylan when they're like, oh man, he, he'd be a starter on any other team. You know, the Vikings did that with Madison this year. And then look, they end up trading for Cam Akers, but I, I, I'm, I still like Dylan. Like, do I want him as my top back? Hell no. But if he's my backup, I like where I'm at. Um, also forgot to mention, um, Aiden Hutchinson, dude. Oh Aiden man, Hudgenson. sack and a Dude, half I mean, this game. He he was toying, toying with this Packers O line, especially without Bakhtiari and Jenkins. Bryce, yeah, I mean he yeah. he was he was literally dancing, literally yeah. dancing in the trenches. He he was salivating, salivating. Uh, might want to look at his DPOY odds, but he 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 is awesome. He is Taking awesome. It's becoming. Worse and worse by the day that he wasn't the number one pick. I agree. I agree. And you know what? It shows. It shows for Jacksonville, who we're actually going to skip over this week due to the Falcons, once again, poor play across the pond in London. Uh, That'll lead us to one of the marquee matchups at the one o'clock slate, Zach, the Bills-Dolphins game. Dolphins coming off the 70-point uh, you know, offensive display against the Broncos come into this game. Josh Allen, we know that Josh Allen owns the Dolphins narrative and it, and it was no different here. No different here. The bills hung 48 on this defense. Miami only mustered 20, 20 points and Tua wasn't as sharp 
um, turned it over a couple times, um, or really one time, uh, but was really unsettled. Buffalo did a really good job of bottling up Tyreek, three receptions, 58 yards, without without Poyer back there. Um, but Micah Hyde did get the pick. So I and they lose Tredavious White. Uh, Bills lose Tredavious White during the game due to Achilles. Hate to see that. But Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, that relationship seemed to be all right, Zach. What did you think about this game? Yeah. Look, I had I had uh, Dolphins plus spread as one of my best bets of the week. <laughs> but I totally did not account for the DeMar Hamlin factor. Uh, DeMar Hamlin coming back. This team is amped up to win for him. The crowd is amped up in Buffalo. And the Dolphins respond to their 70-piece by giving up almost a 50-piece. Uh, you can't you can't make it up. You can't yeah, make you can't. it up. I thought Mike McDaniel would be a difference maker in this rivalry. Not last week. Not last week. Uh, I think Josh Allen's now the favorite for MVP after Tua's couple turnovers that you mentioned. But the Bills, yes, they lose White, but they're possibly getting Von Miller back this week. Um, obviously, losing White sucks. It, uh, one of the best corners in the NFL. But if you can get Miller back, that's massive, especially in this tight division, which is going to come down between them and the Dolphins. So this is a massive win from that standpoint. You're going to be playing for seeding when they play again. So Dolphins, I thought, missed missed a serious opportunity here. Statement win by the Bills, I think. Absolutely. Statement win. Like you, Absolutely. They had, obviously, they had the awful loss to the Jets in week one. But Bryce, you can almost chalk that up to being a weird game. And it was a weird yeah. game as a viewer because when, when Rodgers went down, I told you, like, totally took me out of the game. Uh, they lose the game in overtime on the punt return touchdown. Um, so for that to be your only loss, I don't think is a bad thing. So I took away from this game the Bills uh, saying, hey, we're we're still around. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, this is, to me, this is more of a statement than them beating the Bengals or the Chiefs at their current state. So I I think this is a good W. Josh Allen continues to own the Miami franchise. Congratulations to yeah. him. And I, what's more impressive is Josh Allen did it efficiently. 21 to 25, 320 yards and four touchdowns, zero turnovers. When Josh Allen does not turn the ball over, they they are an unstoppable force. But when he becomes indecisive or he tries to force things, or he's just trying to make a play on his own, trying to truck, you know, a you DB saw that or a linebacker. Right, exactly. Things go badly. This is this is exactly what you want Jeff, from from your franchise quarterback. I mean, twelve point eight yards per completion for Josh Allen. That that number is insane. That's, yeah. And Stephon Diggs, the big your defense. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is crazy because that that defense has pieces. And, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. And, and you can't tell me. I think Jalen Ramsey is a, is a good player, and he's definitely going to add to this defense. But I, you shouldn't – and I don't know that they're necessarily banking on it, but you shouldn't be just longing for uh, for uh, for Ramsey to come back and it's just going to flip a switch for this defense. They got some serious things to figure out here, uh, if, especially if you want to make a deep run in the playoffs. And it seems like all their chips are in now 
uh, and they just need to show it on the defensive side. It was cute and fun, but when we come to brass tacks and you play these legitimate contender teams, you got you got to you got to have a better showing than that. You got to have a better showing than that. Next up, oh yeah, uh, Broncos Bears. Uh, if, if if again, if a Taylor Swift fan looked at this game, they'd be like, "Oh, that must have been a great game," and it was. But not in the way that you might think. I mean, right. Chicago had a 28 to 7 lead. 28 to 7 lead. And just completely just gave it up. Gave up the entire the, the, the game. Uh Eberflus goes for it on fourth and one instead of kicking the field goal. Deep in, in Bronco territory. He pulled the stand. Yeah, they they lose. Justin Fields' best game of of his season so far, of his career maybe, of his career possibly. It's throwing the ball, not rushing. Yeah, you know, no doubt. Throwing the ball, throwing the ball. Uh, but Sean Payton and Russ get their first win together, uh, in impressive fashion. I don't even know where to start with this game, Zach. So I'm going to turn it over to you, and you you talk to me about this. I think you have a lot of thoughts on this. Yeah, well, this this was the first shot bowl of the season, Broncos Bears. Uh, neither team living up to the offseason hype. You know, we thought Sean Payton was going to come in and and be the Messiah for the Broncos, and it just hasn't been so far. Like we said, give up the seventy piece last week to Miami, and then the Bears. You know, Justin Fields hyped them up. Your boy, your boy, Bryce, Justin Fields hyped them up. my boy. Off season. Is my he hyped boy. himself yes, up. Did. He hyped himself up and, you know, has laid an egg up to this point in the season. Now, granted, had his best game from the pocket and passing-wise against the Broncos defense, which if you're going to have a good game passing, it's going to be against this Broncos defense because they, they suck ace. But... Below a 28-7 lead. Um, absolutely deflating. You saw it on Fields' face on the sideline. Like he he put it all out there. You can't you can't criticize Justin Fields this week. You know, you might have been able to the first few games of the season. Definitely were able to, but now you're not. Uh this this one goes on the defense and the coaching, Bryce. Like you said, Matt Eberflus. Um I had him ranked 32nd in my coaching rankings. Um, for NFL coaches, and he's he's a lock. He's a lock for there. And they they have a big game coming up this Thursday against the Commies. That that could be a coach leaves town for the Bears if they lose. Because I, 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 I yeah, I, I don't understand you. how you can blow a three touchdown lead at home when your quarterback is playing lights out. To a team that gave up 70 the week before. Now you go against Washington on a Thursday night. Short week, granted, but Washington, who's had their struggles at times this season. And it, I mean, if you, it, God forbid, if they get blown out, you got to think about moving on if you're Ryan Poles. I mean, you don't have much time to waste. You don't have that much time to no. waste. No, you don't. Yeah, uh, I mean, good for Denver. You know, they hung in there. I know I know Sean Payton wants to be mad at this. He wants to be mad at this. 
because they were not playing well at all, and they came no. back and they won. Uh, I mean, a win, a win's a win. It's hard to win in the NFL. We've heard coaches, players talk about it. Um, a win's a win. It's a good win. They have something to build off of, and hopefully, jumpstart this offense. and And I'll be honest, Zach, I really don't think Russell Wilson has played that bad this season. Yeah, honestly, honestly, I know that's weird to say, but when you look at it, he he's completing sixty seven percent of his passes. He's thrown nine touchdowns, only thrown two interceptions. I, I think a lot of this falls on the defense. Um, I think you have to consider Vance Joseph, you know, moving off him eventually uh, if things don't get better. They just cut Randy Gregory uh, today, who they Tots. signed to a five-year, seventy million. Yes, cut uh, from the team, five-year, seventy million dollar contract. Um, just moving off of uh, Sean Payton doesn't seem. Like he's messing around either. So hopefully this this pushes them in the right direction. Yeah, he's he's definitely not messing around. The Bronx I mean, look, I've been on the record that Russ is cooked. I still think he's cooked, but he's been efficient in the fir- definitely in the first halves of games this year. Uh and then when it comes down to it, you know, when we're used to him back in his Seattle days coming through when it matters. Just hasn't been there this season until uh, this past Sunday. But it just still feels like a weird match to me, Bryce. I I thought Sean Payton should have done everything he could to go to the Chargers in the offseason. I feel Mm -hmm. like he settled. I feel like he settled for the Broncos job just because he wanted, he just had an itch to get back into the game. Mm -hmm. And it just, just feels like a weird, weird fit to me. Uh, I I don't like it at all. It, it, it makes sense weird. for their secondary to be that bad when you have Simmons and Sertain. I just it doesn't make sense to me. But cutting Gregory, you're like you said, that's a statement. That is a statement. Yeah, it's not to be trifled with anymore. Yeah, I agree. Next up, Zach, we get to talk about our hometown team, <clears throat> Colts Rams. Uh, intriguing matchup coming in. I'll tell you what, the first half wasn't intriguing. Uh, Colts no. were getting their butts whooped 20 to nothing, but came all the way back. Uh, Stafford appeared to be injured uh, in that second half, really struggled. Brett Maher turned back into Cowboys. Brett Maher led us back in the game, uh, but then the Rams were too much in overtime. Um, I'm going to go first on this one. Because, you know, with the Colts, we're missing our center and left tackle, our starting center left tackle. Um, and that kind of showed because you saw you saw Aaron Donald lining up at the end, you know, and normally is a D tackle and was just yeah. picking on the rookie. Um, not saying that's an excuse, but I, it definitely affected Anthony Richardson, who was really inefficient as a passer, you know, 11 to 25, still had 200 yards, two touchdowns, um, you know got caught a couple times on the strip sacks, uh, obviously got to clean that up. But I mean, the fight that I saw from this Indianapolis, from this Colts team, Zach, it is what I feel like we've been missing uh, for a long time. And Shane Steichen is a heck of a play caller. And when you have a heck of a play caller mixed with a very athletic quarterback um, who isn't afraid to make mistakes and just goes balls to the wall for his team, um, I think that's a good recipe, you know, for for the long run here. And with Jonathan Taylor, who 
was projected as a full participant in practice today because they only did walk through due to back-to-back overtime games. This could get interesting. This could get interesting. Uh, you know, AR had some balls that were dropped. I believe the there were 15, almost 16% of Anthony Richardson's passes were dropped. Yeah. Dropped in this game. It's the highest of the weekend. Yeah, it, it's 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 awful. Some of this isn't even on Anthony Richardson. He put it. He Pierce put some cut. of these balls on a line. Yeah, Pierce is killing me, man. Uh, I think uh, Granson or Ogletree had a drop on third Granson down. Granson had a drop. Yeah, Granson, Granson. had a drop. Uh, he I mean, laid just, it in there too. Yes, and he's put. He's giving his guys a chance, and they're not coming down with these balls. And and it's really disappointing to see. But on the flip side, Zach, the Rams, um, again, kind of a surprise team this year, even though they're two and two, you know, they made names out of Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua, who finally, unfortunately, got his first touchdown of the season in overtime to to beat us. Um, And now the Rams get Cooper Cup back, uh, which is a huge boost to them. It'll be, I mean, dude, now you have to guard Puka, Tutu, and Cup. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. But good win for the Rams. Uh, Sean McVay praised Anthony Richardson uh, after the game, yeah, which made did. me feel really good. Like, yeah. oh, we got something here. We got something here, Zach. So, I mean, what did you see from this game? A lot a lot to unpack in this game, honestly. Yeah. Well, I'll go from our side of things, Bryce. I mean, this game proved beyond beyond a doubt, if there was any doubt in the first place, that we got our guy. We get, we got our guy. He the whole second half. I mean, if we Bryce, if we did anything in the first half, if Matt Gay makes that field goal in the first half, we win this game. We win yeah, this game. Absolutely. If, I mean, if we had done anything in the first half, we would have won this game. <laughs> Anthony Richardson, what he did in the second half, you know, under pressure, like you said, without Kelly and Raymond, the throws he made on the run. I mean, they Andrew Luck had a couple. Andrew Luck did this all the time because we never had no line for him until his last season. But he did this all the time where he would be getting tackled at the ankles and just throw a bomb as he's going down. And Richardson had a couple like those, uh, you know, like you said, with Donald bearing down on him. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, man, even if we had Raymond in this game, we might have won just because Donald, I don't think he would have been lining up on the edge as much. I I was so happy to see it. I, I mean, and the refs fucked us a couple times, Bryce. They did. They they totally did. Uh and Pierce yes. screwed us. Pierce Pierce screwed us. I, I'm ready to cut Pierce. I'm ready to move on. I'm done. I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. I gave Great him a pass last tea. year. Great for T. Higgins. I gave him a pass last year, uh, because we didn't have a quarterback, but there's no excuse this year. But getting JT back this this week, AR today seemed incredibly excited to play with him. I think that can be an awesome combo. And Richardson, you know, we were told like entire draft process, Bryce, he's just raw. He's raw. He's raw. Expect a rocky road to start. Hasn't been that rocky. No, it has hasn't not. been that rocky. He's been especially in this Rams game, incredibly accurate. Like you said, a lot of drops that weren't on him. That one to Granson laid it right in his lap on the sideline. He just dropped it. Um, 
And if we can just get the line fully healthy, oh man, he, he's in for a big season. And I like that he started sliding on runs. He started yes. sliding on runs. Yes. Uh, and, and just just because you can truck somebody, as Andrew Luck can tell you, doesn't mean you should. And Andrew Luck had that problem, problem, quote unquote, where it was refreshing to us because we never saw Peyton Manning truck somebody. And Andrew Luck's rookie season, he was trucking guys, running through guys left and right. Hindsight, we wish he wouldn't have, but it was nice to see. Uh, but no, there's no doubt we have our guy, Bryce. Uh, we have our guy. And getting Taylor back. <clears throat> Listen, I don't, I don't want to say the P word. I don't want to say the P word, but the way the AFC is looking, playoffs. We did, should we just not talk about it? I said we just don't talk about it. Just see what happens. We don't, don't talk about it. But we the, fact that, it. the fact that McVeigh, who I had as the second best coach in the league on my rankings behind only Andy Reid, was praising AR, that, that has to give you a ton of confidence. Because if anyone knows a sure thing when they see one, it'd be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He would love to get his hands on him. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Next up, Zach. Commies Eagles. Interesting game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Philly gets the 34-31 victory in overtime. Uh, Washington took them to deep waters. They actually get a buzzer beater touchdown uh, on a Sam Howell to John Dotson throw. Uh, Sam Rivera, the Sam wagon. We're on the Sam wagon here. Uh, Rivera elected to kick the extra point to go to overtime instead of going for two. A lot of people ripped him for this. I am not going to rip him for this. Like, yes, you are the underdog in this game, but like, but if he goes for two and doesn't get it, you're probably ripping him for any right. So he get he he put trust in his team. I respect that. Washington was able to keep up with Philly. And honestly, it took, you know, I think it may have been like four or five minutes left in overtime when Philly kicked this game-winning field goal. Uh, so it's not like they immediately went into overtime yeah, and right. lost. You know, like both teams had chances. Uh, but, I mean, Philly, uh, A.J. Brown seems to be happy once again. Nine receptions, yeah. 175 yards, two touchdowns. And I don't think we'll be getting any hissy fits out of him uh, no. anymore. Um, Washington, it, it's good to see. Him. I don't know how they hung in this game, how they scored so many points, uh, but they made it happen. They grinded it out to the very end. And, you know, it is what it is. You lost to a better team. Philly's been doing that. They made just a couple more plays than you. Um, Jalen Hurts looked good throwing the ball this game, uh, which is, you know, still a question mark to some people. Uh, which I kind of understand, kind of don't understand. But um, Zach, what do you think about this game? Well, just to hit on the Rivera thing, I, I've never been high on Rivera. Um, I think he's one of the most overrated no. coaches in recent I history. Totally agree. But the one thing you can't deny about Rivera is he will get his guys to show up. Like that, you don't have locker room issues with. Rivera teams. They just they just don't perform at levels that the media tells you they should be. But the commies, they at least in the Sirianni era, they've been playing the Eagles very well. They, I mean, they were the Eagles' first loss last year, as everyone knows. And 
I thought the Eagles were going to lay the smackdown on them uh, this past Sunday, remembering that. But no, Sam Wagon came out, uh, guns blazing. Great game from Howell. Great game. Uh, I even though the scoreboard won't say it, thought the commies defense played okay. And you're right, Hertz played much better from the pocket. They're a weird four and O team for me, where they're four and O, but I don't think they're nearly as they good as they were like last it. year. Yeah, totally. Yeah, agree. they're not nearly as good as they were last year. They have a tougher schedule, much tougher schedule this year than they did last year. So time will tell on how this team stacks up against last year's team. But you got to feel good if you're a commies fan. I mean, you've really only gotten blown out in one game this year. And it was that Bills game. Uh, you're playing the Eagles tight. I, I, I don't know what to make of Sam Howell. I don't know. He doesn't suck. He doesn't suck. But I don't. I, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in it. If that makes any sense. Like he's it's still he, early. He's, it's early. he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's, he's fine. doing what you need to do. He's doing what you need him to do. And they have a decent O-line around him. Uh, Oddly enough, Brian Robinson has been shoving it to me. Uh, He's been pretty good this season. And that's what I'm taking away from this game. The the commies played very well. Rivera would have been ripped either way on the two-point conversion or not. So I guess you can't call him Riverboat Ron anymore, Bryce. No, you can't. No, you can't. Uh, but I tell you what, they got good news. They play the Bears uh, tomorrow night, and yeah. they have a golden opportunity at a W as a get-right game. Uh, so, so let's see what they can do tomorrow night. Next up, a pair of uh, winless teams, Minnesota and Carolina. Minnesota gets their first win of the year, 21-13. Definitely closer than it should be against this Frank Reich Bryce Young led team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk gets it done despite throwing two interceptions. I don't want to hear it from you, Zach. Justin Jefferson is still him. Um, Cam Akers finally makes his debut. Looked pretty decent. Five carries, 40 yards. Uh, he averaged eight yards a carry. I think that's pretty solid. Uh, Bryce Young had a better game. Uh, they're still holding him back, and Adam Thielen shouldn't be your leading receiver anymore. It's not. Hell no. Get 2017. So um, this is another game. I really don't know what to make of it. Minnesota should have won it, but they should have won it handily. Now they did help. They did hold Carolina scoreless in the second half, which I think is a big deal. Uh, and that's a W for this defense. Um, but other than that, I don't have much to take away from this, Zach. So, I mean, let me hear your thoughts. Well, the Panthers still can't operate on offense you know they scored 13 points but seven of those came off the 99 yard pick six uh that your boy kirk threw bryce so we can't really chalk up all 13 points to the panthers and you're starting to see the frustrations bryce from the panthers we tried to tell him the media praise is higher they said frank rice would be great for the young quarterback oh yes yes no no let him look at the tape. No. He'll look at the tape some more. Yeah, he'll look at the tape. We'll assess all options. You know, right. the typical PR answers from Frank Reich. But okay. this is what you get with Frank Reich. Conservative play calling. Um, 
mistimed run calls that don't make any sense at all. Between the tackles. Uh, between the tackles. Your smallest running back between the tackles. Welcome to our lives. The past, what, five years or however long he was here? Uh, yeah. Five or six years? Uh, yeah. So... The Vikings get the W. Not a convincing one, though. Not a convincing one. I still think the Vikings. I mean, to this point, Bryce, I have to say they're not a playoff team. They're I don't. They're not a playoff team. This isn't an impressive win. Uh, I just don't. I I think it's time. I'm not saying this out of hate of Kirk Cousins. I'm just saying it as a fact. Like I, I think it's time. It's just time. Yeah. Time to move on. And he's on an aspiring deal. You don't want to do anything uh, to mess up the Jefferson extension that's coming. This is a great quarterback draft coming up. If you lose, I don't know, if you lose two of the next three, really start to look into it. But not an impressive game from either side as far as I'm concerned. Yep, yep. And I mean... To your Frank Wright point, we saw this coming. And don't tell me that trading for a number one wide receiver is going to solve all your problems for Carolina. No. It's not. No. It's not. It's great Miss that you have that. it. It's it's not going to fix everything. I'm sorry. It's just not at this point. Uh, that's something that you may be well, looking to a year Who are you going to trade for? Right. Yeah. What assets are, are you going to trade Brian Burns Mike now? Evans? You think the Buc- the Bucks are three and one? They're not looking to trade yeah, they're Mike gonna Evans. Trade them, they're going to trade them in division? I think not. No, I think not. Uh, next. Up. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Zach's going to have a field day with this one. The Raiders versus Staley. Just lose, baby. Yeah. This is this, something had to give. And you know what? It writes itself, Zach. It writes itself. <laughs> I was Staley. Staley goes for it again on fourth and one and doesn't give it, doesn't get it, putting the ball in the hands of Aiden O'Connell, which at that point, anything could happen, right? Anything could happen once again. If if the Chargers lose that game, Staley is fired once again. We are saying that now, two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row. And although Aiden O'Connell didn't look, you know, fantastic outside that first drive uh, of the game, um, I, I mean, they were still in this. Justin Herbert playing on a on a broken finger, you know, that had a splint on it in the middle of the game. His his non throwing hand, uh, still got the job done. Dropped a dime to Josh Palmer to seal the game. A dime, uh, from their own end. It was it was awesome. Uh, but I think one of the biggest storylines though, Zach, our guy Khalil Mack, six. Sacks. Revenge game. Revenge game. (laughs) Yes, your patented Khalil Mack revenge game. Six sacks for the boy. Uh, Los Angeles now at two and two. McD one and three. The time is coming, McD. Your time is coming. Don't you worry. You will be on our segment as the first barrel this season soon. We're coming for you. But Zach, tell me, what did you think of this game? Well, like you said, you can't make it up. This this was, uh, I think, our first coaching chat bowl of the season. Uh, well, we had the, Peyton and, and Eberflus. You did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that. And then you had, so from a, 
from a comedy standpoint, you couldn't really beat this weekend. You had McD and Staley, which let me check my rankings here. I have McD 31 and I have Staley 24. So you have, uh, you have great matchup. two of the lower tier coaches going at it. And guess what, folks? It's not over yet because they go at it one more time this year Woo-woo. in Vegas. But I was texting you guys when Staley was going for it yet again on fourth and short for the second week in a row. I texted you like seven times in a row. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's not happening. You're going against a rookie quarterback. A rookie quarterback. In your own red zone. In your own red zone. Like, the game is far from over. There was over two minutes left. They hadn't even hit the warning yet. And not only did he go for it, he ran basically the same play that he ran against Minnesota last week. He just, instead of running it with Kelly, he ran it with Herbert, whose hand was in a splint, uh, not to mention. And uh, yeah, spoiler alert, they didn't get it. The Raiders, whose defensive front sucks, who actually had one of their defensive front starters tossed from this game, still, still managed to stop them on fourth and short. They're lucky. They're very lucky they were playing Aiden O'Connell. Very, very lucky. Because, listen, Garoppolo hasn't played that well this year, but I don't think he's throwing a pick uh, on the goal line against his Chargers defense, which the secondary-wise has waved, sucked. Yeah, waved Asante Samuel down, down, instead yeah. of <laughs> taking it to the house. Yes! 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 It's just... You can't listen, make it care. up, folks. You can't. You can't. He's doing it to himself. <laughs> I know he's himself. a I know he's a big <laughs> analytics guy, but like God damn. I, I don't care who the coach is. If you start one and three with Justin Herbert as your quarterback, you gotta look in the mirror. You got you gotta look in the mirror. Cause you you got a top five quarterback. You cannot start the season that bad. Luckily they get the W. Uh they didn't have Eckler, they didn't have Mike Williams, but still. You're playing the Raiders. Uh, the, 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 and the thing with the Chargers, Bryce, I know I say it as a joke sometimes, but this is a real thing. They don't have home field advantage. They just don't. They don't. Uh, I mean, th- this was like half Raiders fans. They even said something about it on the broadcast where I was calling the game. I think it was Harlan and maybe Trent Green, I think. But whoever the color commentator was, he was like, this is like 60% Raiders fans. And that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. It and it just... They don't. Then that's a big thing in the NFL, especially with interdivisional games. Like you, you're gonna want to have those home field advantages, especially late in the season. Chargers are not gonna have that against the Raiders, especially who still have a ton of fans in California. I just don't. Yeah, man. I know they won the game. I know they won the game. But if they miss the playoffs or don't win a playoff game. You got to move off this guy. This is the team, Bryce. Sean Payton should have been the coach of. Totally they, 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 they should have gone balls to the wall for him and been like, listen, what do you want? What do you want? Because we just blew a massive lead to Jacksonville. Our coach doesn't know what he's doing. He's obsessed with the analytics. Please, blank check. I just, I know they won the game, but it was far from convincing. And everything Staley did in the game, whether it was waving Samuel down, whether it was going for it again on fourth and short and the play that was called on fourth and short. I just, I have no confidence in this coaching stuff. None. And as far as I'm concerned, 
we're gonna be we're gonna see firsthand Bryce a Herbert prime year pissed down the drain, and yep. it makes me mad. Yeah, to- I totally agree. Totally agree. It, it's going to be something to watch throughout the season. We'll see how long either of these coaches will last. Uh, well, this brings us to our last game that we're going to talk about for the week. Chiefs-Jets Sunday night. Star-studded game. Aaron Rodgers back in the building. Taylor Swift at the game. Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, power couple in the building. Hugh Jackman in the building to watch this game. Zach Wilson knew these beautiful ladies were in the building and he decided to put it all out there on the line and that he did. Uh, But the chiefs come away with the W 23 to 20. Uh, I mean, Zach Wilson did have a drop snap uh, that, that, you know, was a big, big time point in the game. Uh, But I mean, he put it all out there. And Zach was texting me and Caleb throughout this entire game, just beside himself that Zach Wilson just looked pretty dang good in this game. And I think all of us were. Yeah. And Kansas City didn't play that well. They almost they almost messed around and found out is what happened. Kelsey, they they did a good job of bottling Kelsey for the most part. Uh, I thought Pacheco was the MVP of the Chiefs, uh, but far and away. Far away in this game. Um, we'll see if Zach Wilson can build on this, though. I, I'm I'm intrigued by that. Um, you know, Aaron Rod- the, the rumors of Aaron Rodgers possibly playing again this season. I don't know that's that right. I buy that. I think that's I uh, I just you tore your Achilles. Yeah, I just I I don't know that I buy that. I I just don't. And honestly, the Chiefs got away with this one. And we want to talk about the sauce penalty. Not a great look for the NFL. It got bailed out. I, I think, I'm not going to lie to you, Zach. This is going to sound weird, but I think the Taylor Swift thing is having a little bit of an effect here. The NFL is milking this for all it's worth. They they, they are, and, and any good marketing or PR firm would, and we know the NFL is very They're eating self-conscious it up. about that. The NFL is yeah. eating it up. Also, uh, it says know, something about the star power of this game. When Hugh Jackman's like the sixth most famous person. Yeah, right. Right. And they didn't even mention it. (laughs) No, no, he just, no, they showed him. He's, he's in the background of Taylor Swift going through the metal detector. It's incredible. It's incredible. (laughs) Just the guy who played Wolverine, greatest showman, you know, going to make his return to the Wolverine role and Deadpool, Deadpool, (laughs) you know, Ryan Reynolds, who's a sports team owner. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's you just, know, it just it, it, it's wild. It's wild. But I mean, Zach, what do you think about this game? I mean, the story of the game, Zach Wilson. I mean, you said it. I was just absolutely stunned at how well he played. The throws he made. I mean, even Collinsworth on the broadcast, he couldn't believe it. The touchdown he threw to Lazard in the red zone, throwing it back shoulder where only he could get it. Yeah, I mean, that Man, was just an dart. awesome throw. Awesome throw. Yeah. And he Absolutely. he finally started heavily targeting Garrett Wilson, which if I'm a coach on the Jets staff and Zach Wilson's my quarterback, that's what I'm saying. Just like Garrett has to be your first read every time. Every but time. Every time. It seemed, yeah. And it seemed like he was on Sunday night, um, which is awesome to see if you're a Jets fan. That's what you want to see. But he was the story of the game. And I thought the line held up 
the line has been much maligned all year by me and by by you guys on Linsanity, rightfully so. They they showed up against a solid, solid Chiefs defense, probably the best Chiefs defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had in his career. Um, he was absolutely the story of the game. Yeah, I I couldn't believe how well he played. And it was mostly improv plays with him bootlegging or play action stuff, like stuff that I didn't know he was good at, uh, which apparently he's kind of good at. And we didn't know that. We we just didn't know that. So that, I mean, it was actually kind of nice to see because, you know, we can sit here and say the guy sucks and he sucks all we want. I, I still think he's not good. I don't, I don't think he's going to sustain, but it's nice. It's kind of nice to see when a guy who has just been told basically his whole NFL career, you suck, you suck, you suck, shows up on a big stage. We saw it with Geno Smith last year, Bryce. Like Geno Smith was told whole career, you suck, you suck, you're not a starter. Came out balled out last year. Zach Wilson right was told back. you suck by the greatest jet of all time last week. Joe who Hayes. rescinded his statement today. Well, I didn't see that. I didn't oh, see yes. that. Yes, he said, he said, oh, I, you know what? I'm sorry, and I hope he stays here for 10 years. All right, Joe. All right. Yes, he said, uh, as a fan, he said, I said it, I take it back. I hope he stays for 10 years. No, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm going to be watching Zach Wilson closely this week um, to see if they run a similar play style because he, he was really good, and they compared it to... They actually on the broadcast, Bryce, they compared it to like a Brett Favre style where it's just kind of improvisational and getting it to the playmakers, taking some shots every now and then. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably what he's best at. I mean, he's an athletic guy. Like, like, don't get it twisted. Like, he's athletic. Yeah. It's just I don't think he he understands and analyzes the game like some, you know, top tier quarterbacks that we expect. And they had to do something different because. This playbook was tailored to Rodgers, and Zach Wilson is not Aaron Rodgers mentally or skill-wise. He's just, he's just not. He's no. not. So they had to do something different. Clearly, whatever they did, Sunday night worked. Uh, crushing loss for if you're a Jets fan. Like You had everything going your way. Finally got something going offensively. Most they wanted like it so it. bad. Yeah, they wanted yeah. it so bad. Zach Wilson outplayed your boy, Bryce. He outplayed he did. your boy. Absolutely he did. did. And, but they got Zach it done. Wilson, Zach Wilson was the best New York quarterback this weekend. That's for sure. Yes, that's he was. Sure. Yes, he was. Yeah, but, he didn't have to do much. If I'm a Jets fan, it's a crushing loss. But there's at least some optimism going into this week um, against against Denver. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. All right, Zach, we've made it. We made it to the end of the show. You know what it is, baby. Get the sack. I'm excited for you to be on this. I don't know if you've done this in a while, so I'm excited to hear what you got, man. You go first. Well, I'm giving the biggest sack possible to Dennis Allen. Um, Dennis Allen, a defensive guru, supposedly. Heavy quotes around that. Heavy quotes around that defensive guru. Uh, Gives up 26 points at home against Baker Mayfield. Uh, rolls his injured starting quarterback out there who clearly had no business being out there, even though he had a capable, more than capable backup of uh, Winston behind him. 
Yeah, just a biz, totally abysmal performance. I'll keep going back to my coaching rankings, Bryce, but Dennis Allen was 28th in my rankings above only Frank Reich, uh, Robert Sala, who I need to move up after this past week, Josh McDaniels, and Matt Eberflus. Okay, so I'm taking Robert Sala over Dennis Allen at this point comfortably. I'm, yeah, give me the biggest sack to Dennis Allen. That, that was embarrassing uh, in front of your home crowd, in front of your division rival. I don't know why you didn't just play Jameis Winston. Uh, Derek Carr, clearly not 100%. I would want a guy who I paid $150 million plus to to be at 100%. Uh, that's just me. Yeah. It's just a personal yeah. choice of mine. Yeah. No, Call me crazy. Uh, I would have rolled Winston out there. Olave only getting one catch. Uh, embarrassing. That can't happen. He's one of the best receivers this year. It's yeah. it's insane. It, so, it's so bad. That's that's my get the sack, Dennis Allen. One of my, one of my just in general, one of my least favorite coaches in the league. I really don't know how he's lasted this long um, as the coach. He's just not just not it, Bryce. You've always been on Dennis Allen. It sucks. In this case since he's got the job. He sucked with the Raiders. Now he sucks with the Raiders. Whatever. <laughs> well, might get the sack. Um, he should have been left across the pond coming back home. <laughs> Arthur Smith yeah. can get the sack this week. Dude, you have you want to talk about perfectly capable backups. Taylor Heineke is a perfectly capable quarterback. A playoff guy, Taylor Heineke. You refuse to bench Desmond Ritter, who threw two awful picks. Um, you still he will miss your weapons. You will he will just miss them. He will miss them. Instead, we will give six targets to Johnu Smith. That's what we're gonna do. This is and this is also textbook uh Tennessee Titans offense. We're gonna run our workhorse running back as many times as possible. 14 for Bijan Robinson. And we're gonna throw to no name people. Uh, because they're going to be open because nobody knows them. I mean, Drake London, three catches. Kyle Pitts, two catches on four targets. Mac Hollins, three targets, zero, zero receptions. I mean, Kaderil Hodge, why are you even getting snaps? Nicole Pruitt, why are you even getting snaps? These guys, these guys wouldn't even play on, you, on you half have... these teams. You have two legitimate running backs. Legitimate running backs. Uh, you have Drake London. Hello, everyone. Alex Burke here, producer of Shady Sanity, Lean Sanity, all the other fun stuff on the Running Cook Podcast Network. As you probably noticed, um, that did kind of cut off in the middle of a take. Not less, less than ideal. Um, but unfortunately, just some technical difficulties in the recording of this episode. So it's just going to have to be where it ends. Um, make sure you check out all the other offerings on the running hook podcast network. Make sure you check out back shoulder fade this week with myself and Zach Griffith. Um, I filled in for Caleb Lynn. I roasted his takes. I roasted Zach's takes. Call me the roaster in chief. Um, you know, I, I think we did had a fun time on that. Make sure you check out, um, next week's insanity with Caleb's back. And I think Caleb will have a lot of energy for Bryce. Make sure you check out, Next week's back shoulder fade with Caleb, Zach, myself, and JD Hall. Um, we're going to be drafting 
NBA over-unders in a similar vein to how this podcast drafted NFL over-unders with Devin Voss and Zach Griffith. So it's going to be a fun time coming up on the Running Hook Podcast Network. Um, You don't want to miss it. So thank you very much for listening and hope you all have a great rest of your day.